Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have a good friend of the show just arrived in the room about 20 seconds ago, special guest guy, Chad Westport. What's up, bro? Hey, everybody. Happy to be here. Thanks for having the special guest guy back. Nice. Thanks for joining us, man. It's good to hear from you, bro. You've been very, very busy. I've definitely been, yeah, I've been busy uh, doing writing, making videos, and doing a whole bunch of things. Right now, I'm nice. trying to figure out why my new headphones aren't pairing to my computer. Oh, right. Maybe that's why <laughs> your microphone's a little bit quiet. Are you on a different mic? Is it really? Let's see. Do you hear my microphone louder now? Yes. 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 Microphone is louder now? Yeah, yes. now, you, now it sounds like it's in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. It is in your mouth. <laughs> All right. I can talk louder now. Sorry. I'm a rookie. I've never done this before. Yeah. It takes practice, mate. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll get there. You'll get there. Anyway, what All were you way. saying, Bubble? You good, bro? Way down yes. south? G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk transmitting live from the colonies, the sunburnt country, the land down under, where the animals have the clap and the wildlife will eat you too. Yeah. That's right, though, isn't it? Is it koalas who have got like gonorrhea? Is that. Is that then chlamydia? Chlamydia, yeah. So the yeah, that's so the right. wild populations have chlamydia. Um, Jesus, dirty most bastards. Of the, my, <laughs> most of the um, <laughs> most of the wild populations have it, um, but it's not it's not the chlamydia that people get. So it's not like I mean, the yon fucker koala, and it's not you know you're not going to get chlamydia. Um, I mean. Don't go fucking koalas, but <laughs> no. If, if but it yeah. doesn't sound as much fun now. There's not so much risk in it. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, man. But there's there's definitely still risk <laughs> in fornicating with koalas, but that's you know, to each. Yeah, that's own, that's for a different podcast. That one. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll that's for the that weekend podcast. Last week. Yeah. We got dark real fast today, you know. Yeah. Really did. <laughs> yes, man. So there's Bubble Hawk talking about fucking koalas and shit. You brought the tone right down there, Bubble. We was all doing I'm so sorry. well. I'm sorry. <laughs> talking about chlamydia out. and shit. God damn. <laughs> Look how many flags we've got already. We're talking about bestiality and sexually transmitted diseases. Damn. Damn. Next level. <laughs> Just another Sunday. Just another just, Sunday yeah, morning. That's, yeah. it. just another, <laughs> uh, that's how it's Monday morning here, so I'm kicking off the week with it. So there we go. Nice. It's a good way to start the week. What are you saying, Monkey? Are you good? Yeah, Monkey down here in Southeast California. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks before the show was saying, Monkey's going to slip up and say exactly where he's from. Okay, there you go. Try that one on for size. <laughs> no, monkey down here in the Southeast U.S., guys. Uh, it's hot as hell down here, Bubble. I wish you'd send some cold and some rain. I mean, you. you're more than welcome to have some. Well, I don't know how you're going to get it here, though, but I really could appreciate it. Yesterday was a great day. We sit there and we watch the rainstorm or approach us on radar. And right as it gets like about 10 miles away from town, literally the clouds split and it went left and right of town. It's straight past. <laughs> like, all of this hurts. This really huh? hurts when I see that happen, you know? So do you get, are you one of those people that can smell the rain as it's coming? Uh, 
I used to. I've actually got to there's a storm right coming. But if somebody brings <laughs> it to my attention, you smell the rain. It's like, yeah, I smell it. But I yeah. used to be like hyper with that back in the day. But my missus can do it. It's one of those one of those things I've always like here, especially. Um, I find it like other places I've lived in Oz, not so much. But for some okay. reason, where I live here. You can tell, like, you know, like, you know, you can see clouds and stuff and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. But when it's definitely going to rain, you can smell it coming. The eye it's, weird, it's weird. I think it's a proximity to the coast. I know what you're talking about. Some some further inland places that I've lived didn't have that. Uh, but when we lived very you know, close to a larger bodies of water, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because about five minutes before it was going to rain, you could smell it. Mm, a big humidity spike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Random, random. Did you enjoy that random tangent there, Chad? It's what Always. we do, Mackie. It's what Is we it do. So, yes. So what are we doing today? We're talking about the cannabis news and events, obviously, as we do every week. We've got some cool news stories, five news stories to be talking about today. And then in the Grow Guide section, we're going to be talking about different ways to increase trichome production in cannabis plants. So it's going to be a good episode as usual. And we have our good friend Chad with us as well. So that's going to make it even more fun. Just to let you all know, Marge isn't here. You probably figured that out already. Uh, last week, she had a family emergency, couldn't make it to the show, but everything is fine with Marge. Don't worry. And this week, she's going to go visit her sister, who's like a four-hour drive away, so she won't be able to make it back in time. And, you know, going visit family is much more important than sitting here and just chatting shit with us. So she'll be back next week. She's going to go and have some good times with her sister. So have a good time, Marge, if you're listening, as you're driving yeah, or something. Fun, and we'll catch you next week, and we want all the gory details, you know? <laughs> then we interrogate her. You know, where have you been, Marge? <laughs> Prove that you've been there. It's like when a dog <laughs> Where's the receipts? When one of the dogs gets out of the yard and goes missing for like eight hours and all the other, when it comes home, all the other dogs just swamp it. Where have you been? How long is that out for? What do you dog smell dog? like? Fuck shit. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn dogs. Yeah, so it's going to be a damn good show. Damn good show. Damn good show. Let's let's catch up with Chad, man. Chad, what's new with you, bro? You've been very busy. Let's hear about some of these new projects you're working on and stuff. Yeah, well, one of the ones that I'm working on actually literally at the moment is de-seeding some of my flour for the Westport Grape Juice S1 seeds. That's exciting, man. That's really nice. Thank you, man. I'm excited for it. The, The Westport Grape Juice is something that I've been growing for years. I've been documenting it, you know, on my Instagram. Uh, Very big fan of it but I've never actually done a reversal project. I've always done male to female breeding. And, right. you know, the, the, the formulas are out there online. You can buy the ingredients, but I also know it's a little bit of chemistry. So I didn't want to go too, you know, too much at once. So I bought one of the pre-made solutions. It was the STS, mm-hmm. uh, silver thiol sulfate, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, colloidal silver. But yeah, I bought one of them pre-mixed. I used it. Boom. First time it worked great. I had four really big Westport grape juice plants that I'm freaking 10 hours into shucking seeds. So that's been taking up a lot of time. Yeah. God damn. I'm like a third of the way through it. I wish I was a big budget person with really low humidity. Cause if I could get this flower low enough, you just crumble it over the tray. You tilt the tray and the seeds will roll to the bottom, but. Oh mm -hmm. no. So it's like wet buds as well. Oh gosh. Oh, so trichome covered too. So I have an <laughs> ever-expanding jar of uh, 
finger hash. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh damn, damn. Yeah, Monkey's been doing loads of that stuff, ain't you, Monkey? You've been making loads of seeds recently. I've been playing with a little bit of seed reversal. I've got some going on right now. A matter of fact, I've got a Nakatomi Plaza that's uh, pregnant. As I got two small Nakatomi Plazas that are pregnant right now. Uh, among other things, I got some uh, cherry gasm. I think I've got a, Han- a Gruber Hans up in there, even. And uh, yeah. oh, Jesus, a few more of those things up in there, though. But I've been playing a little bit with that, though. But they're not the uh, Westport grape juice. Isn't that like the uh, one of the major components of the Nakatomi Plaza? It is. That's the mother. That's the mom of the Nakatomi Plaza. So, yeah, I absolutely. would have to think so because, yeah, Nakatomi has a very heavy grape presence, at least the ones that I grew. It has, a, you know, mm-hmm. the flavor is very grape forward to me and a little bit of sourness and grape in there. So it has to be. It's good stuff, though. Awesome. Man. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying well, it. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're the f- <laughs> damn you. But the photo that you took and, and sent to me that I posted on my Instagram is still my most liked picture. <laughs> really? <Damn. laughs> well, yeah. you're welcome, Chad. There you go. <laughs> thank you. Nice. Yeah, man. So lots oh. of seeds coming up soon. How many seeds you got there so far, Chad? What's your estimate? Oh, oh, I would guesstimate probably a thousand right now, and I'll probably wind up with six or seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it, which is a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Soul destroying, of- mate. Soul destroying. To know you've been at it that long, you've only got a thousand, got six times <laughs> six times that amount of time to go. Damn, son. There's going to be a lot of people yeah. really excited to see those when they finally get out there, though. Thank you. I, I think so, man. People, people have been asking for a while. When, when can they get it? So, yeah, this is patiently working. I have twenty that I've popped right now. I can look over, and they're that you know they're that stretched out three, four nice. seedling with a cotyledons and first leaves right now. They'll probably get up potted into one gallons uh, or four liters um, on <laughs> Monday. Thanks so, for the yeah, translation. So there. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm learning. I'm becoming bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> you have to on this show exactly <laughs> yep. uh, so you know I, I, I want to give them a quick run through here then I'll give uh, probably about 500 out to testers and if everything goes well then it's going to everybody else that'll probably be this fall nice nice good luck man everyone's here make sure you're good and high everybody it's time for the cannabis news and events I think is everybody ready for that let's do it yeah let's do, let's do it do it now. Yeah, so this week's cannabis news and events. Does anybody want to jump in and go first? Um, I can go first if you want. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't let me step on your toes rock, there. Rock, paper, scissors for it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. He, if he's backing out, I'll take it. It's not a problem. Cool. Let's do it. There you go. All right. Coming from you, this one says, Brazil formally bans cannabis flower import weeks after denying rumors. Hmm. What? The government lied? I never really heard the rumor in the first place, but, you know, I I did see this article, and there was one thing that stood out on it. So let's get started here, and we'll get to the part that stood out on it. See, effective July 20th, Brazil National Health Regulatory Agency and Visa will no longer authorize medical cannabis patients to import products natura, meaning dried flowers, essentially limiting them to just CBD oils. The agency's announcement comes less than three weeks after denying the rumor about that it was about to do so. 
-hmm. Importing cannabis unnatural has technically been prohibited since 2019 when Invisa first published its list of approved medical cannabis products and none of them involved flour. But language was open-ended enough so that patients could still request authorization for products that weren't on the list. And Invisa would evaluate those individually. Patients who currently hold permits to import unnatural products can legally continue to do so until September 20th, but Invisa is no longer authorizing any new ones. Considering that as yet, there is no robust scientific evidence that proves that the safety on top of which there is a high potential of diversion of illicit, for illicit purposes, it is not permitted to import products made with cannabis unnatural or parts of the plant, including flour. Invisa stated in a technical note that the filler has been translated from Portuguese. Now, this is the part that, that gets me right here. Smoking and inhaling a plant is not a, a pharmaceutical formulation route of administering intended for medical products. This is, comes from the Brazilian government. So they're saying that you can't inhale any kind of a medicine. Now, does anybody here know what a nebulizer is? Is that one of the yes. things they had on Star mm -hmm. Trek that made like cakes? <laughs> no, it's actually something <laughs> asthma patients would use commonly. <laughs> but not just asthma patients. Any anytime you're going to have an aerosolized medicine that's going to be delivered in, in your lungs, it's done with a nebulizer. So mm -hmm. here's the government saying that oh, you can't inhale medicine. It's not an not an approved route. When actually, in some cases, it's a better route because it's an instant route. So it's crazy that the government would even say this. It's just crazy to me to go like, oh, you can't inhale medicine. Crazy. Ironically, mm -hmm. in, in closing one door, that ambiguous language has previously left open and Visa opened another door, smoking and inhaling. This could be interpreted as referring to combustion, like smoking a joint or combustion, as well as vaping. They really didn't clarify this at all. All vapes, no matter what's in them, are banned in Brazil. And Visa has been on an anti-vape crusade since 2009, at which time it, considered, it has not considered any new evidence since then. Available evidence shows that compared with smoking, vaping cannabis, cannabis can reduce several toxins, carbon monoxide, and chronic respiratory symptoms, concluded a 2021 Canadian Journal of Public Health study related to the international lowering lower risk cannabis use guideline. Moreover, vaping is proposed to be the effective way of delivering therapeutic doses of cannabis compared to with oral routes and smoking. Doctors in, in many cases have said that this, you know, vaping is actually preferred over, over even ingestion because you get the medicine instantly as opposed to having to wait for the medicine. Smoking cannabis doesn't expose users to as many harmful chemicals as smoking tobacco cigarettes, but is still associated with lung risk damage. For this reason, LRCUG recommends both edibles and vapes as less harmful alternatives of cannabis consumption. Though LRCUG originated in Canada, Canada they have been adapted for Brazil specifically, and of course, Invisa did not mention this. Safer alternatives for medical uh, medical use considered by LRCUG like non-smoked products are typically not available, uh, wrote the authors of the LRCUG intended for Brazil. Vaporizers or e-cigarette devices themselves are even illegal in Brazil and therefore face additional barriers for utilization in practice. So right here is the Brazil's got a medical program. It's a CBD program mostly. And you can only use oils, meaning it has to be either topical or you have to swallow it. 
that's really that's a pretty weak medical program, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as if the government don't know what they're talking about. You think? Which is unusual. <laughs> we don't often come across that. No, I mean, it's like, you know, Brazil might have a little bit of experience with cannabis. You know, South American countries are well known to have, have uh, been involved in cannabis for quite a while, but it doesn't sound like their governments are any more educated than our governments here in the U.S. or over in the U.K. or, or even in Australia. Uh, so you're talking still- about the U.K. is doing absolutely fine. Yeah, I've heard Should the rants. I've heard yeah. the rants, you know, that there's been a, a rant, <laughs> at least one rant a week about how great the UK has been doing, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Th- thank you, UK government, for be- keeping us all safe. What are you saying, mm-hmm. Chad? Sorry? Yep. Well, I wonder, I wonder if their aversion to letting you inhale something isn't necessarily because you're inhaling it, be- but because it's not a measured single medicinal dose like an edible an edible would be mm-hmm. 10 milligrams two mm-hmm. tokes would be i don't know right yeah, but yeah. i you know personally to your point of you know the fastest way to get the medicine in your system and feel the effects it's definitely inhaling so yes. mm-hmm. that's where i see the most potential as a medicine yeah i agree with that now uh there are situations with inhaling medicines that things of some of these vape pens actually claim i've never never tested this thing but they claim to let you know that okay if you inhale this this vape for so many seconds you will get this dose so i think in some manufactured situations you could do that you now that you mention it you are correct i do believe i heard something about a product like that i don't know if it's to market or that i've seen it um but yeah you're, you're right. There was an app that, you know, depending upon the length of your draw, which is scary that this device is keeping all that information, which, by the way, went to Altria, which yeah. is the company like Marlboro and all that. Um, that was their product research. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably coming to market soon. <laughs> you just want to want his big brother sitting in there finding out how much weed I'm smoking every time I take a hit. No, thank you. The way you yeah. think it'll be linked up online so they could like be able to track it themselves to see how much you're smoking. Well, it was. Know, yeah, I know. Yeah, the, your the pen, your pen was about. linked directly to an app online. Mm-hmm. Wow. That what? Well, yeah, fuck <laughs> you that. Can check it with your God phone damn. and like set the temperatures and stuff. <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're no. like, oh my God, he consumes like five grams a day. Arrest him. He's a degenerate. Well, I kind of have a feeling that, you know, as, as advanced as some of these vaporizers are coming on the market that, and with the, some of them are linking to your phone with apps, I wouldn't be surprised if you'd be able to dial up in an app that you're trying to get, let's say, 15 milligrams of THC on this vape. And the machine would come on, it would dispense a bag that it would think would be totally 15 milligrams. So I, I honestly, mm. I haven't seen that yet, but I fully expect that technology to be available soon. Yeah, cool. that's it. I don't know. Cool. I I thought uh, with the the volcano hybrid, um, you can pretty well do something similar to that with the temp stepping and stuff like that. So yeah. I I would assume it's not all far off. You can so, set yourself you goals can... and shit. You know, like when you got one of them watches that measure how many steps you take in a day. <laughs> you know? How many how many grams have you hit today? Yeah, mate, how many toes? How many liters of smoke did you inhale today? Or sorry, for for you guys, how many cups? Did you inhale T- today? TikTok challenge. <laughs> TikTok challenge yeah. of 2024. Show me your screen, bro. 
<laughs> it's like when your phone comes up and tells you you've used your phone 30 minutes more this week than you did last week, you know? Mm-hmm. You've, mm-hmm. you've used your vape seven hours more than you did last week. Like. <laughs> yeah. Statistics for the week. You've taken 40% more hits this week than last week. Must have been a bad yeah. week. But yeah, interesting, man. Let's see what continues to happen in Brazil, man. Yeah. Do you want to hit yours next, Chad? Do you want to go for your new story? Yeah, let's go for mine. Mine's, you know, gosh, not as important as that one, but I have a, <laughs> you know, a love for cookies. Everybody knows this. And gosh darn it, cannabis brand cookies sued by another investor group. Oh, my oh no. gosh. Oh, no. What a, what a tragic <laughs> shame. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the basic allegations here are kind of like multi-million dollar kickbacks and it's kind of like other self-dealing. Basically, Cookies works with a particular company to do software development. Oh, geez, Burner owns the company that does the software development? So that's kind of where the investors are getting a little mad because they signed in the contract like fiduciary duties uh, that you're not going to be working with other entities that everything is really supposed to be in-house and handled by cookies. Um, But cookies, yeah. So they got sued last fall and apparently they ran out of money because they're just running the company into the ground. According to this is what I hear. Um, But uh, yeah, they raised $23 million last year, which they burned through most of that. And now they're trying to raise more money. But the uh, Superior Court there is taking a look at putting their business kind of on hold. That's what the investors want. The investors want the business practices put on hold so the company doesn't continue to be run into the ground until you know everything is settled out. They want to reclaim their money. The kind of interesting takeaway from this one, besides the obvious hate, and by the way, I will say that the cookies president says many of the investor claims are demonstrably false. So I may be biased on reporting but one side just, of the story here. I was, just, I was just thinking here, wouldn't it be nice if we could do this with our government? You know, all this tax money that they get from us and then just squander and put us in trillions of pounds of debt. It's like, can we just put everything on hold for a second until we can figure out where all this fucking money is going? You know what I'm saying? Random tension. Exactly. Sorry, sorry. It's kind of related, no. but still, you know, <laughs> we should be able it's to put the government related. on pause and be like, where the fuck are you spending this money? Why is there 6 billion, 6.2 billion just vanished? Where's it gone? We know where it went. We know really. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. I interrupted yeah. you. <laughs> no worries. I mean, comparatively, the 23 million we're talking about is small cookies. Thank you. Uh, but you know this to me is kind of like an interesting point because cookies really is a brand yes uh there's a lot of weed strains attached to it but it's a lifestyle brand and they achieve that by being everywhere having this massive presence and that takes money and we've looked at companies in the past um a lot of in the cannabis space um cure leaf you know med men all of these they expanded too fast they ran out of money and the market didn't support what they were doing and that's a potential for cookies right now is they kind of maybe overextended themselves trying to gain the market share but uh, at the end of the day i think it would be hard to believe that nobody's going to come in and not give them more money 
because they're already, again, the probably the number one established lifestyle brand of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Just maybe not with burner. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But you think that they'll change the CEO? Is, is you Yes, Burner is the CEO, and including CEO and public face Gilbert Milam Jr., better known as Burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the face again. It's just so many people think that this is like his company. It's him all the time. It's his funding. No, dude, this is a bunch of tech bros from the Bay Area who are like, we need a face. Well, it's, Burner, it's like every other company. It's it's either Vanguard or BlackRock. It's, it's one of the two. One of them probably yeah. owns the company. Realistically. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, again, it, it's common operating procedure for businesses and like cookies again, it was the first strain with a marketing budget mm-hmm. and look how it turned out. It turned out pretty damn well for them. So they're doing yeah, yeah. business, right. But I think the, 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 you know, the root of this is there's some people who still deal in like intimidation and, you know, like smoky room deals, how we used to do it in the old days. But yeah. there is a division between the suits and the hoodies. Mm-hmm. I like that term. There's a division between the suits and the hoodies. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, so it's just, yeah, that's a... we need to get the big business out of cannabis. Really, I, I like the whole idea of the, the mom and pop stores and the smaller ones. I don't like these big companies, man. The the guys who are just out for the money, like Cookies, is one of those, for as, as an example. It's just, I don't know. Well, I think, it belongs to the people, the you know? Market, yeah, I mean, as the market contracts here and in Canada as well, a lot of these large companies that set out to position themselves as, you know, the, the Budweiser's or Heineken's, whatever you want to say, a lot of them are kind of realizing that it's not going to be a large scale thing. Like you're not going to produce what the market demands mm-hmm. primarily mm-hmm. on a large scale. And it's a lot of these craft that are going to be getting the top dollars. Yes. There will be, you know, super booth in the stores for super cheap because they grew a super ton of it. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to the the real market and the profitable market, I think it's going to be craft. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. I hope Yay. as well. And it seems to be that way. Cannabis consumers uh, seem to be, more aware of like the social injustice that goes on and has been going on for a long time when it comes to cannabis issues. And if we stick to the mom and pops, man, and support the smaller businesses, then everything will be fine, won't it? We don't want another Coca-Cola yeah. version of cannabis, do we? Not particularly. Well, I don't. Uh, no, thanks. I've been seeing articles, though, about some of these large Canadian corporations, too. I think, was it, uh, was it Tilray or Canopy? One of the two. Is, uh, probably both, at, mate. <laughs> may probably both looking at filing for, for possible protection from from investors because yeah, they're losing their shirt on it. They they uh, they built their business uh, thinking cannabis prices were gonna gonna stay what they've always been in the illegal market, and you know as the market becomes saturated and prices drop, that doesn't work anymore. So a lot of companies are getting themselves way way over their head in this stuff well and they've been doing shit for a long time as well it's not like this is just happening this year it's just like we had that thing go on over the last few years uh you know the uh that was really good for cannabis sales though that was amazing for cannabis and for cannabis companies as well because they were getting subsidies from the government to stay open because they're uh what was it called again was essential that's right essential businesses yeah so they were getting more getting getting they money really from the government 
No, they weren't really getting government money from the government so much as they were actually uh, just getting a pass, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, that they could keep, they could keep their Tax business open. And shit. Customers could come in when everybody else couldn't have customers come in and things like that. You know, but yeah, it was a huge, huge thing in the states, at least. Uh, cannabis companies were, you know, dispensaries and things were selling like twice as much the weed during the pandemic because people had time on their hands. Yeah, and I guess like bone extra credit article here. I was reading one yesterday about how a lot of the mature markets are experiencing double digit drops in year over year sales. And wow. that actually too is related to what happened because now people less expendable income, they're back to work, they don't have all day. So there's less people buying. And again, you budget off the success of the last two years. Well, you're in a world of hurt for the next two years. Well, the Mm -hmm. sales are going down and the amount of downloads high and homegrown gets is going up. Now, I'm not saying those two things are related, but they could be. I will. I will. There's more and more people growing their own as well. You know, it's like once it becomes legalized, people are, uh, they'll go out for a little bit and smoke some and then they'll be like, "Hmm, I wonder what it's like to grow a cannabis plant. Let me check this up. Oh, it doesn't seem that difficult. I think I'll give it a shot. And then they give it a shot and they don't need to go buy weed anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how one. I dream it goes anyway. That... <laughs> and it only takes you one successful grow to realize you've been scammed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still yeah, it still <laughs> stings, man. Sometimes I'm still there like, God damn. It, how yeah. much weed did I buy? How much money did I spend on weed for the, like the first 10 years of my weed smoking career? You know? <laughs> How much did I uh, fucking spend, man? So much money, so much money. And, and now just usually, growing it. God damn. For me, that's usually when I'm vacuuming out the carpet and I'm just right. getting all the dregs that have fallen on the carpet from where I'm rolling or, or, or pressing in that. And I'm like, geez, you know, there used to be a so time many years wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. But yeah, more people growing their own is always a good thing. But let's see what happens with this whole cookies thing, man. Well, what was the company who's suing? Did it, no, it's not company. It's the uh, shareholders, essentially, right? Yeah, there, there's three um, investment firms: Entourage, Effect Capital. I don't, I don't see them quickly, but there were three investor groups um, that were getting in on the lawsuit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's see what happens then, man. Let's see, uh, let's see if justice can do its thing. What can you say? Yeah. Be interesting to see how it plays out. Either way, I think mm-hmm. Cookie's brand is here to stay. I just don't know if it's going to have the same uh, management. Yeah. That'll be interesting. All right. We've got some, uh, we got this one. I'm going to do this one out of the UK. But we got a story from a, a listener as well. well. We'll cover that in a little bit. But I wanted to cover this one out of the UK because it just had some ridiculous things in there, which I'm like, well, well for a start, when I Google Cannabis News UK, and go for news over the last week. All I can see is cannabis plants found. Uh, please do drug raid. And it's just like three or four pages of just everybody's getting fucking raided. He's like, God damn, man. Can't we get something else? So anyway, I found this one. It says some guy, I'll try and pronounce his name, but you will know what I'm like. Mahil Asani jailed for growing cannabis at home in Chestnut Street. So he's growing cannabis at home, but he was growing a substantial amount of cannabis. Uh, a 30-year-old illegal immigrant jailed for being involved in a large drug operation at a city house now faces deportation. 
We reported Mahil Asani as, uh, was caught after police carried out a drug raid at his home in Chestnut Street, Worcester, in March. David Jackson, prosecuted, said Asani told police he originally arrived in the country by boat 11 months earlier before being bought from London to look after cannabis plants. So, as usual, it happens a lot here in the UK and I'm sure around the rest of the world as well. It's, uh, people get imported into the country looking for a better life and then just get taken up by some criminal gang, which forces them to grow some cannabis. Or it's a cover story which they like to use when, uh, when they get caught, you know. They revealed a professional setup in nature with the property effectively sealed with equipment and ventilation built in. So, yeah, a, uh, a proper grow operation. This is the guy. Hello, guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I need a picture of him there. You think that's his mugshot? Where's the, where's the board that he holds up in front? You know, why you not got one of them? It looks like a photo <laughs> they've taken from his ring camera. He's like door ring camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's rocking up, putting the keys in. You know, I told you, bro, it's just 15 minutes around the corner. I'm here now. <laughs> you know, police found Asani in the bathroom having a shave. And on him was a Samsung phone with an additional SIM card. Right. As he's shaving in the bathroom. Uh, th this is <laughs> this is where it got me. Right. Here we go, everybody. This paragraph is like this one's going to the news. Discovered were 104 cannabis plants and bags of dried cannabis in four rooms, 157 seedling plants in the cellar, 125 pound in cash, sorry, 125 quid, just to prevent confusion, in cash, uh, <laughs> brand new trainers worth 114 quid, fertilizers, heat lamps and fans. Now, what yeah, gets me about this paragraph is like brand new trainers worth 140. Yeah, what, what? Exactly. What the <laughs> hell with this? You gotta have brand new. You gotta have shoes to grow weed, man. You know, no. This is how bad things are in the UK, everybody. And I know I rant about it a lot, but things are so bad now. It's suspicious when a man has a brand new pair of trainers worth 114 quid. That is suspicious. That is because everybody else got holes in their shoes because they can't afford them. You know. <laughs> Oh my I God. Just, the, the the 125 pound in cash like that's fuck all like, exactly. yeah you know that's fucking up i'm gonna get more weekly shopping god damn yeah there'd be that. less yeah. Yeah, surely surely you couldn't get a weekly shop in the uk for 125 pound no mate no you can't yeah. and the missus yeah. tells me every time we go shopping <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous man god damn putin god damn but yeah, that whole brand new trainers worth it's like, how is that applicable to this news article in <laughs> any way? It's yeah. like that reporter really liked those trainers, man. That's what it was. You know, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> they had the new new Jordans. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I was wondering. I'm like, is, are, is there these a pair of like Air Ones or what are we talking here? I'm interested. No, they're just cheap shoes, man. Shoes are expensive in the UK. Supply and demand, you know? God damn. And yeah, yeah, the, things are bad in the UK. We won't go on that rant just yet. I said I wouldn't rant today, and I won't do it. Uh, oh, we've already we've already been there, man. Yeah, yeah, there'll be more, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have a uh, just to finish this article off. The prosecutor said his account put him in a position of a gardener with less sufficient role in the operation. Other elements suggested a significant role. 
these included that Asani had lived at the home for free and would have known the scale of the operation. Well, I assume living in the house, he would know the scale of the operation, right? You know, some in the cellar, some in another room, all this shit. Mm. In his interview, Asani told police he was scared to leave the property as the people who originally took him there attended regularly. Now, you know, the, the article goes on. You can go and read it over WorcesterNews.co.uk. But this is just something that we keep experiencing here in the UK. And again, not just the UK, but all around the world, man. It's this whole people trafficking thing. You know, you, gangs are bringing people into the country to grow cannabis on their behalf. And then if it is discovered, then they have this excuse that they were bought in and people trafficked. You know, and this is some bad shit, man. Something needs to happen about this. And the only way... As usual, the only way we can prevent this shit from carrying on is by legalizing and properly regulating the production and sale of cannabis. As simple as that. And while it's still illegal and on the black market like it is now, this shit is going to continue to happen. They're going to bring people in the, into the country to grow it. They're going to get children to fucking sell it with these county lines, things that goes on all over the UK. And it, it's just absolutely shocking that they don't see that the only way to fix these problems that keep reoccurring is to properly legalize and regulate cannabis it's ridiculous fucking and and you know they just spend our money wherever the fuck they like and and get us in debt you know (laughs) they don't spend it on expert opinions do they fuckers sorry chat it's just the wrong expert opinions but so many Mm -hmm. of society of the societal problems associated with black market cannabis would be completely eliminated with legalization. Mm-hmm. Now, the flip mm-hmm. side is the problems that come with legalization. There may be, you know, better support for chemical dependency, uh, things of that nature. But when you're weighing one versus the other, I think the scale greatly tips towards the, the you know, the other way. Mm-hmm. Legalization, mm-hmm. man, you're, you're getting rid of a lot of these societal problems associated with the black market. Legalize yeah. it. Yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense, man. And for us, bunch of stoners to sit here on the podcast like this on a Sunday evening and and see this clearly as the only fucking way out. And these people who are doing the you know law enforcement every day, who are drug czars in government every day, for them to look at the statistics at a higher up level and not see that this is the only way out, it baffles me, man. Are we just completely wrong and they know better? Or are they just short-sighted and ignorant and doing things according to an agenda? Hmm. I, I think Responsible it's, uh, it's the latter. Yes. God damn. Yeah, so that was an interesting story that I thought I'd bring to the uh, panel here because, you know, uh, a £114 pair of shoes, everybody. If, if you want <laughs> if you want a nice pair of shoes, you know. <laughs> yeah. the, these guys are also stealing the, uh, the power as well. That wasn't uh, sourced legally. So, you know, it was dodgy as fuck, man. It's never the right way to go. But again, it would all be stopped if it was properly legalized and regulated. Like properly as well, not just putting all these bullshit regulations on fucking cannabis like they do. God damn. So yeah, just finish this up. The judge jailed Asani for a year and explained it could not be suspended as Asani was an illegal immigrant unable to undertake a community sentence. And the offense was so serious, a custodial sentence had to be imposed. So he's been sent to prison for a year. Well, well but this is... It was it was so serious. Was it serious though? It's not like they kicked the door down and he's in there fucking gimp mask on and in his in his brand new. Well, he was shaving. This out of you know, so he's, he's just having a shave, just going yeah. about his day, and 
and then gets his door kicked in. I'm surprised then, like, dude, he's got a weapon. Drop it, drop it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's hey, coming right for us. Fucking tased him. Yeah. So uh, next time you go out and you get in a new grow setup, everybody, don't forget to buy the trainers. Okay. So yeah. what else do we have? Uh, Bubble, you want to do your news article next? All right, so my one actually comes uh, a little bit out of left field. So a sip hemp seltzers and ginger beer at this new cannabis distillery in Denmark, Western Australia. Uh, so where are we? Whole hemp spirits are something you may have not tried, but as cannabis botanical distillery in WA's great southern region, Ghana praise it could become your favorite new drop. Co-founder and distiller Matt Beaton says he was burnt out from a career in the offshore oil and gas industry and a return home saw him rekindle a relationship with his childhood sweetheart, now wife Chelsea, and put his dream of building a distillery into motion. Uh, Chelsea's mother and father, they've always been kind of first movers, he says, pioneers of Australian sandalwood oil and emu oil, putting sandalwood oil on the map for Australia. Uh, They were some of the first people to be granted a license to grow hemp in Western Australia. Uh, While they're not the first distillery in in the cannabis spirits sector, Beaton believes they are plotting a different course to others. So some use hemp seed alone, whereas they use the entire plant. So we start from scratch. We grow the hemp on the farm about 25 acres annually, says Beaton. It's it's rotational across the whole farm as there's positive impact on the soils. Then we harvest and literally, literally drive the tractor from the paddock down into the distillery, load it into the vats and start the fermentation process. A common question with hemp-related products is whether or not there's any high. There's no CBD or THC coming through, so the answer is a no, beyond the effect of the alcohol. So what So what the fuck over? is the point in this? What, what? If you <laughs> let me finish my <laughs> sentence... Sorry, bro. I just had to <laughs> jump in there and be like, what What the fuck? <laughs> so this is yeah. why I picked it. Don't get high. Yeah. This, is, yeah, this is why I picked it, though, because this is this is something that we bang on about a lot, right? So... What does carry over are the terpenes, so the compounds that account for a plant's smell. Their vodka showcases the actual real cannabis flavors coming through, says Beaton, and seltzers have been a successful transition, winning Best Hard Seltzer in Australia at the 2022 Drink Easy Awards for their Pineapple Passion Seltzer. Beaton says that they follow the natural flavor profile and the terpenes, bringing them out through uh, on the seltzers. A move into the seltzer space from their core spirits offering was driven by the spirits being in the premium price range, which is a turn driven by an extensive production process. It's very difficult plant to extract sugars out of, says Beaton. It's not like making whiskey where you get really good output from uh, malted barley, lots of sugar, so you can make lots of alcohol out of that. It's a stubborn plant, very complex, so it costs us a lot more to make the spirits. I wanted people to try the seltzer, appreciate the profile, and then hopefully lean into it and get more intrigued to buy a bottle of spirit. So the reason I picked it was because it's something out of left field. A lot of these, a lot of the time when we see this coming up and they're like, oh, this, you know, um, THC drinks and hemp drinks and cannabis drinks, it's all about the THC or the CBD content. These guys have gone a bit of a different route and they're going down the, the terpenes and the flavors, which is I'm a big fan of. Um, because I think in this space, especially in the in the edible space, it's something that um, that you don't really see as often. 
Um, a lot of the time, most people are just like, oh, yeah, just get as much THC into it because that's what the market wants. Whereas as with the little mum and pop stores and, um, you know, boutique cannabis, so to speak, it's all about the flavors. And I know for me, that's one of the big reasons I grow my own is because I like to be able to try different flavors and different styles and things like that. So I, re- I really like the idea. Um, yeah, he's mixing it with alcohol, you know, whatever. Um, but they're, they're sort of attacking it from a different angle rather than just going straight into the, oh, we just want to get the THC in there to get you high. It's, it's we want you guys to actually taste it, try it, and realize that there's more to cannabis than just THC, CBD, and, and things like that. So, Yeah, I'd I like to see the terpene content of the drink, you know? How many terpenes are in there? I'm, I'm sure you'd. I'm sure they'd probably. You know, if they're that, if they're that into it, I'm sure you'd be able to see. Uh, what does it mm-hmm. say on the can? I like the just... idea. Like that's a cool product. I wish it wasn't paired with alcohol, mm-hmm. but that's just me. I don't drink because the alcohol again. The alcohol is going to give you that buzz, like that the non that THC would. So you're still getting an effect from it. And that makes me wonder if there's some sort of entourage effect or synergistic effect with alcohol and terpenes. But the idea on whole is awesome. You're making Mm. me wonder, okay, who in the American market's doing that right now? It's like a Kush Cola or something, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I suppose it's, you know, cannabis is so close to hops. If if you're making beers and ginger beers and things like that, um, you know, it, it makes sense that it would go hand in hand. Uh, and, and we, you know, we're massive on our craft beers in Australia. So, um, you know, it's not a far stretch to think that this could become quite commonplace if it takes off. Um, so I don't know. I'll, um, I'll order a few, uh, a few cans and, and we'll see how it goes. I'm not normally a, a drinker. So um, I'll sit down with a joint and a couple of these and I'll let you know what the terps are like <laughs> on the ginger beer. No. Now you said can. Does it come in actual glass bottles or does a literal can? Because to me, that would probably make a difference. I'd probably think glass, mm. or am I just thinking cannabis here? Got to go in the glass. No, you're right. Um, one thing I've noticed uh, is that it does. It will change going from glass. You know, drink. It's like it's like the age old age old thing where you're drinking coke out of a can versus out of a glass. It tastes different, right? Um, mm-hmm. Well. You know, some people it does, some people it doesn't, whatever. But I, I'm a, I'm a big believer that um, beers definitely taste different out of a can as to what they do out of a bottle. So, I mean, I've just seen cans there, but they're they're talking about um, they've got high highest load spirits and stuff like that, and I, I doubt that they're they're putting spirits in cans. So I'd assume there'd be bottles. Um, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to go out and buy, you know, a hundred and thirty dollar bottle of alcohol just to try some terps out of. Is it. that how much um, they're fucking charging? I would assume it'd be close to that, mate. And most most of our spirits are pretty expensive. I mean, the cheapest spirits are going to be around sixty, seventy bucks. Jesus. Um, so it's only four pounds. What are you on about? <laughs> oh yeah, true, uh, true. Yeah. Remember, everything costs more here, but it's not really. Um. Hold on, what was the botanical cannabis botanical distillery? Let me have a look. I'll see what they got. Damn. I probably probably should have researched this prior. Definitely. Definitely. It's it's cool that 
to think that they're using hemp and maybe some of these minor cannabinoids that they may not be looking for are still making its way into the drink though. Yeah, well this like is like a THCV or something. Mm, I would assume mm. there is. Um you know, it, I mean they they they're saying it's hemp, right? Um but as we all know, there's there's, there's yeah. still cannabinoids in that hemp. So Yep. Um Oh yeah, there you go. So that's oh, not too bad. You can get a, a sativa vodka for sixty-seven Australian. Um, I kind of hate it when these wannabe weed people just use a blanket term like sativa this or, or indica that. Like, mm. Dude, give me something else, you know. I'm just trying to see if they've got a a sativa gin. Oh, okay, so it's uh... going to be an uplifting gin. <laughs> so there yeah it must be um they're talking about pinene notes in the juniper complement the herbaceous green flavors unique to hemp that meld into a warm citrus and pepper notes of angelica root and coriander so there you go how much um, is it cannabis information uh that one's 72 dollars for 500 mil jeez <laughs> so so yeah seven, 17 standard drinks <laughs> 70 old bucks. God damn. God damn. Let's all go out and have a round. Go on. Yeah, really. Go ahead. Whose round is it? <laughs> we're yeah, we're, we're visiting bubbles. So, no, it's definitely bubbles round. It's, oh, it's his news right. article. That's right. Oh, there, there, here you go. So, a, a, a six, 16 cans. Um, So, 330 mil cans. Oh, yeah, I don't you know. I, I think I need huh? to brace myself before you say this. Yeah. So, six, 16 cans, 104 Australian dollars. Hmm. No, that's not so bad. That's, that's half a carton. <laughs> that's that's bugger all. For a hundred and four bucks, you could get you could easily probably get two cartons of beer. So it's like twice as much as beer. All right. Hmm. Yeah, but that's for the seltzer. So it's doable. It's doable. And you know, it might be nice. It might be nice. And what's the percentage of alcohol? Four point five per can. One point two, one point two. So it's even like a weak piss beer. Yeah, Jesus. And they Ooh. went with four point five. I mean, couldn't you just round that down to four point two if you're going to be that weak? Four point two zero. Really, really. Just call it four. <laughs> just be done with it. Yeah. Well, uh, what's everybody saying in the chat or in the comments? You know, let us know. Would you drink? Would you pay for this? Is this the kind of thing that you would like to buy and and pay for that that kind of money? For that kind of drink, what are you all saying? Would you do it? I, I'd be like bubble. I think you know, for me at least, curiosity. Try it once, maybe, but mm. yeah. I think I think my expectations would be pretty low. Yeah. yeah, look, I've I've got family in in WA that aren't necessarily that far from this place, um, so I might get them to go down and check them out at the um, at the distillery door. And see if they can't get me um get me a couple and send them over for cheap. Um, I don't know. Don't ask you. Don't you get, know, bro. This is true. Try. I've um, heard somebody else say that. Who was that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This sounds like I don't know what he's talking about. No, but they're, <laughs> they're um every everything on their website and everything they go through how they do it all, uh, and it looks like everything's done on on property. So they're not, you know, they're growing their own hemp. It's all it's all done uh, naturally out under the sun between where was it between September to October that's when they sow um, 
and their variety has been selectively bred in Esperance in WA. So, you know, it's, uh, I think it's, it's a, a good, a good kick into the industry. Um, the only concern I have is that they're, um, it's, it's mixing cannabis with alcohol. And mm, when does that mm. stop? Um, no, it fucking mashes you up more too. Well, it's 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 more the implications of if that becomes the norm, uh, then all of a sudden uh, the alcohol lobbies have their hand in cannabis. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm, and that's mm. I'm I'm not a fan of that. Um, simply because of the the nightmares that alcohol's produced in the Australian um, community. So I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. But I'll give them a go and um and I'll report back on a. You know, maybe I can do a um, maybe I'll do something on my cast, and uh, I'll see right. how how pissed I get. And... Yeah, that sounds, sounds like a good idea, man. Send me some, bro. <laughs> but we'll do a challenge. No, who, yeah, actually, it is definitely your turn to get drunk on the next show. <laughs> I think it is. I was thinking, like, Mac, you can get this bottle yeah. back out, and we can get these. That's right. Uh, yeah, we'll get the whiskey back show. out. We got no, a show. We'll do special stream. Special <laughs> stream. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as we can all sit around a campfire wearing witches hats, I'm happy. Let's do it, go, man. Let's do it. We've got one more news article that we should cover before we uh, wrap this shit up here, and it was sent in by a listener from Instagram, and it was uh, was it Time Warner, not Time Warner or anything like that. Time Warner from Instagram. So thanks for sending the article in, man. I thought I would cover this one uh, just briefly. Anyway. And as you all probably know, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's gorilla season. So people are out there growing their devil cannabis plants all over the place in the wild. And it's, they're kidnapping children and eating them alive in the fields right there. So, yeah. These devil cannabis. <laughs> yeah, a few, a few yeah. more flags. We needed more no, flags. No problems. You know? yeah. <laughs> but the, this article says, Tring, T-R-I-N-G. Hmm. Uh, outdoor cannabis farm discovered on abandoned land. So what's the problem? If the, if the land's not being used by anybody, might as well grow some fucking weed on it. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> an outdoor cannabis farm discovered on abandoned land has been dismantled by police. Round of applause, everybody. The heroes have saved the day once again. In the meantime, everybody's getting mugged at knife points and nobody knows what the fuck to do about it. But let's no, get man, something safe. done about these cannabis plants. No, we're safe right now from them. That's what it is. Yes. See, they're doing a yes. good job. They're keeping us safe from those evil cannabis plants. Thank you. Thank they you. They prevented 432 murders just by doing that. Alone. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. what I heard. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just one cannabis can kill you three times. So you yes. have to be very careful. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a cannabis yet then. Yeah, no, you don't want one of those cannabises. No, I don't no. want one of those. <laughs> uh, Harfager Constabulary. It's, it's so hard to say constabulary or it's so much easier to say constabulary but, uh, said it was told that 110 plants in various stages of growth had been planted off Tingford Road in Tring. Specialist officers worked to remove them and a police helicopter was flown overhead to further search the area. It's added Ooh-hoo. those police helicopters are expensive to run as well, man. She yeah. Uh... You know what costs less than a helicopter? A fucking drone. And you've got plenty of them. Mm-hmm. One, of them one of them are. Mm-hmm. 
because all of those are already out there deployed in the streets to keep us all safe. Yeah, but the helicopter makes a nice whoop, 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 whoop sound. Everybody knows they're very true, you know, and it gives us old school growers PTSD. Yeah, that's exactly scares the hippies out of the out of the the (laughs) way. You know, I mean, that's what it was, really. It was to see where all the hippies are scurrying to. You know, we hear the chopper come over and they just all bait. (laughs) Shit. Inquiries were continuing to find those responsible, the force said. Uh, It's only a short article, this one. It says PC Jordan Miles from the force's intervention team said the operation is just one example of how frontline officers work with specialist teams across the constabulary to tackle criminality. It's probably the only way, mate. It just don't say it's just one example. It's just the only example you motherfuckers have because you go for the low hanging fruit, catch the easy shit first. Then worry about the actual violent criminals robbing the grannies at fucking knife point. Worry about that later. Don't worry about that. Have a nice car. Well, you better lock it up real good because these motherfuckers are doing nothing about the car thefts that are going on in this country. They're looking for these devil cannabis plants. Thank you again, officers, for keeping us all so safe. Mm. We all feel so safe in the UK. Everybody just feels like it's so safe here now because these guys have gone and rescued us from the risk of these devil cannabis plants. Gosh, so brave. Not all heroes wear capes. Hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Sorry, was I going on a bit of a rant there? I was going over the edge. Sorry, sorry. Just a little bit there. We we had to let it go. Had to do it, man. Mm -hmm. God damn. Just stupidness, man. When will they see? Because not. I mean, with all them plants there, and you know, all the police, they have to go in riot gear because the plants could attack them at any time. But how many? How much was spent (laughs) on this? How how much with the police force going out there, the, the police helicopter being out there, the cars, how many crimes would have been taking place in their constabulary whilst they were doing this drug bust? How many other people were actually being victims of crime but had no police officers there to do anything about it because they were all too busy chopping down plants on abandoned land? Probably yeah. heaps. You know, I would, I would assume, you know, I mean, I'm... I'm one of those people that reads into things a bit too much, but for me, that would be the perfect opportunity for anybody to be moving around and moving large, large amounts of of cannabis through the city or the town or the constabulary while they're out there picking (laughs) weeds out in out in the bush, and you're just casually driving your your van down the road, and they ain't coming for you. They've already got a whole batch out there. So you You know know what I mean. You never know. God damn. We need to move all this dodgy money. We, we need to go and ram raid the bank. <laughs> tell them about these gorilla grow, and then we can move in on that day. God yeah, damn. that's it. When, when, when you hear the when you hear the chopper up, uh, you know it's time to go. It's just you know the the crime rate in this country, it's uh, it's high right now. It's you know we we having some problems here in the UK. I don't know if I've told you all, but you know <laughs> the things ain't looking great here. You know, and there's definitely. Really? Far more important things that these guys should be dealing with than a couple of hundred plants that are on abandoned land in the middle of fucking nowhere. And again, all of this would be stopped instantly when they legalize and regulate cannabis properly. This would be an official business that is paying tax rather than spending tax money on all these police officers going out to raid the fucking place. You know what I mean? It's so frustrating, man. That's common sense, Mackie. Come on, buddy. 
True, true. What am I thinking? Yeah. God damn, we've got to yeah. think more like a politician. Like, how can I make money off this? Exactly. That's what you need to enter every thought with right there. How can I make mm -hmm. money from this one? Then you're starting to think like a politician. But how does this benefit me? Oh, yeah. If these plants get into the regular market, then my friends who run the, the pharmacy won't be able to get their consultations and won't be able to sell their cannabis because they've got these other people cutting into the market. I must stop this cannabis growing at all costs. Fucking crooked ass motherfuckers. God damn. But one day we, we can dream one day. One day we might be able to be like Chad and can grow plants without being fucking arrested. You're legal where you are, aren't you, Chad? Uh, medicinal, even though our states had adult use <laughs> oh, right. cannabis for 11 years, wow. you still can't grow a plant at home. Unless you're medicinal. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have a medicinal license to grow. That's the way. Yeah. yeah. You have to actually do that. Well, so the answer is yes and no. Yeah, right. unfortunately, yeah. Mm -hmm. Washington's been fighting this for the longest time. Yeah, they, um... every every session we try to get something passed. Uh, it's made more progress than it has in the past 10 years, but we're still not even to the final committee to hear it, to get a vote on whether to allow people to grow their own plants in this state. They, um... So, yeah, things are crazy, as usual, everybody. And thanks to Time Warner for sending in that news article there. It was a very interesting one. I wonder, I wouldn't think that it has anything to do with our friends, the uh, North Gorillas. They don't grow that many. But I'll just put this article on screen again so you can just see it. Look, look at the fucking, look at that picture there. Look at all those heroes attacking those wild cannabis plants there, risking their lives. God they damn. look like nice plants, actually. Yeah, it brings a tear to your eye, doesn't it? You know, the heroes, heroes. I'm like Fuck Ray Charles hell. over here. I don't see shit. Oh yeah, you, you won't <laughs> oh, well. see it. That's yeah. But it's no, it's just crazy, man. God damn it. Then plants look nice and healthy, they're not causing any problems to anybody. Yeah, but <laughs> there is quite a few plants there, and they are pretty big. If that would have ended up as a successful yield, really the the old bill have done you a favor because you got a lot of try time trimming <laughs> when you're harvesting that <laughs> shit. God damn. Fuck trimming that. <laughs> Oh, God damn. We're unlucky to whoever that was. But yes, have forum news. Any forum news to add here? We uh, have the the HLG 250, which should be given away over the next few days because we're on the last couple of flips now. Uh, could potentially be the last flip today. So yep. we'll let you know could what be. happens there. Then we got the, uh, we're going to do the 320R on Friday, right? For the Patreons. Yep. For the Patreon session. Yeah, see who wins the uh, the other LED grow light that we're giving away. And then we also have some seed competitions over at Percy's from the Vault Seeds and from Phoenix Seeds as well and Weed Seed Express. So there's lots of stuff going on over at Percy'sGrowRoom.com where you can win all this cool stuff. So if you want to win some seeds and uh, maybe win some grow lights, then you have to be a member over at Percy's Grow Room. So sign up if you haven't already. Become a member and get involved in the community. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and what else? Any more forum news? Um, last week for entries of plant of the month, we've got three, but we could use a, a few more in there. So throw your plants up in there. I'm planning on doing it, win or lose. I always like to throw one in just for the heck of it. I nice. promise I don't have anything to throw in this month, so don't know. <laughs> oh, well, what are you saying, Chad? Any news on your side with your show and any things like that? What are you saying? Um. Uh... Not a whole bunch, no. Uh, 
just for for my own channel getting ready to release a whole bunch of new videos so i've been nice i've been working in the background this last month or two and been quiet but it's all about to start hitting the fan nice yeah man you've been busy as fuck bro you've been busy as fuck it's good to see you know busy is good you know it's a it's a good thing keeps you out of trouble it is it, it, well, funny story, I guess, since we're on the subject, but yeah, I, I went to a mayoral debate here the other day because we're about to have an election in my town. All right. And one of the questions that came up, there were five candidates. One of the questions that came up is, would you approve, you know, a licensed marijuana store in this city? And a lot of good answers. Most of them were like, it's legal in this state. That's my not really my decision. If the people want it here, then I will not stand in the way. But there was one candidate, one candidate who launched into it's a gateway drug. Oh, uh, hello. It will bring the, the quality of life down here. We're going to have people, and this is a quote, on dope, jumping in front of traffic because oh. they do crazy things. Um, he was met by a few snickers from the crowd in the gallery. After the fact, I went up to the guy to, to ask him, I'm like, so what is it going to take to change your mind about marijuana? And I actually said cannabis because I was like, come on, man, get with mm -hmm. it. But I was like, mm -hmm. what is it going to take to change your mind? Just to see if we could even have a conversation because you, you, you shouldn't try to convert somebody with no chance of conversion. Yeah. Uh, and this guy had no chance of conversion. He launched into the wow. story about a, a family member, which I get. Um, but that's not the absolute perspective of anybody who uses it. And basically the conversation concluded with like me going like, look, dude, I came here high. I didn't do anything crazy. So please reconsider. And yeah. Yeah. That was, that was some fun. He's getting himself all worked up and you're like, look, bro, I'm too high for this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've been you know, some people just taking right, man. conversation before with people. It's like, yeah. I mean, it always comes down to what you're talking about, though, Chad, right there. It's like, well, I have a brother or a friend or something like that who started out with cannabis and went to something else. It's like, okay, that's not yep. your average cannabis user. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> this guy was funny, man. Yeah, he, he went in <laughs> hardcore on that answer. Yeah. Oh, hey, um... oh well. Like, like you said, you know, just one cannabis can can, can turn you. That's right, man. Mind altering super skunk, everybody. Oh you gosh, be careful yeah. of that devil cannabis now. <laughs> you be I careful. I have some mind altering super skunk on my desk right now, as a matter of fact. My goodness. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. As usual, if you see any news stories you would like us to cover on next week's show, then do feel free to get in touch. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, instagram all you have to do is search for high on homegrown you'll be able to find us and send us a message there you can also always find us on our discord server our high on homegrown discord server you can search for that on discord or you can hit the link in the description of this download and you'll be able to find us there but most of all you can find us over at percysgrowroom.com which is a cannabis growers forum we help people learn how to grow cannabis we help people solve the problems on their cannabis plants and we recommend strains. We do all that kind of stuff, man. We just help each other as a community grow more and better cannabis as well. So if that seems like something you'll be interested in, come and sign up for absolutely free. It's 
free to sign up. It's a great community. You will learn loads and you will have a good time as well. So join us over on PercysGrowRoom.com if you haven't already. But as usual, thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for every single download you've given us. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will catch you on the next one, which is the interview on Wednesday. Have a good week. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Goodbye.